Hello, Charmies! Hey, everyone. Welcome to the final recap episode of Brunch with the Hollowells. I can't believe it's here. I am so happy to already see familiar faces in our chat. I will be tackling the chat, everyone. Rob can't see it, so I will try to keep up with everything. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, everyone. So this is my first time doing any kind of watch party viewing thing like this. So I'm a tad nervous, but then like, I just don't want anything to go wrong. But I'm, I'm very excited for this. I have not seen this episode in such a long time. I feel that some of this is going to be very fresh in my head. And I'm excited to give you guys like instant reactions. So you're going to see me be super giggly. I might squeal a couple of times. Please, uh, we want squealing. Oh, God. But yeah, um, I, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. So Ryan, what do you think about like so far as a whole, just just these last, you know, three seasons that you've done so far, like how has it been rewatching Charmed in this fashion? Oh my god, it has been. Oh, I'm already getting emotional. Look, I'm getting choked up already. Oh my god, I didn't think it was going to hit me. It has been such really a blessing being able to go through episode by episode, being able to become into an already established show and being welcomed by everybody. I have to say, watching this in my 30s with this new perspective, it's just been amazing. And then getting to hear comments from the Charmies after an episode, I can't tell you how rewarding the whole experience would be. Um, Never thought I'd be here, but I am thrilled to be here with everyone today. And thank awesome. you, everyone who's already here. I see there's 17 people. Rob and I were like, hmm, maybe five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we know everybody has lives, especially on the weekend, you know, to ask you to, you know, join us on a Sunday. Uh, whichever time zone that you're in is probably like, ah, but thank you for anyone who can join in again. If you can't stay the whole time, we totally understand. There will also be a audio version of this on the podcast as usual. So you'll get to hear that afterwards. If you didn't join us at this time. Uh, the other thing is, is that I just kind of wanted to point out that, you know, when I first started the podcast, the name brunch with the Hollowells comes from, one of my favorite things that I really enjoy doing, and that's <laughs> eating brunch. I love, love, love breakfast food. I can eat it literally any part of the day, especially dinner. And so brunch for me is just so much fun, especially drag brunch. I used to do that a lot, um, a, you know, a few years ago. So just in this fashion of today, and because of the name of the podcast, I am actually eating my breakfast Ooh. right now during this brunch-like time. So you'll probably see me chew a couple of times. I'll try and do it off screen, not to be rude. I will not smack in your ear. I'm not that guy. But uh, yeah, I have my breakfast along with you know my orange juice with my charmed slash Ooh. pocus cup. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird that was a weird product that they came up with. What yeah. was it like last year? But I love it. I'm so I happy. Love it too. <laughs> it, it's the best of both worlds worlds for me. So <laughs> uh, what are some of the comments if we've gotten any? So what you might have missed since um oh my god, so many char ugh, so many charmies are here. Um Tobias is here. Oh nice. We have Kadu says favorite 
season eight episode besides Forever Charmed, of course. Do oh, you man. have one this season? I haven't thought about it. It is something that I'm going to have to do later on. I'm trying to think of one that just stands out. I mean, there, there are like moments, but... Yes. You know what? We'll, we'll answer that at the end. Because I, I definitely need to think about that. Because who knows? This one could be my favorite, but... I think this one. I'll have to yeah, think about uh, it. Besides Forever Charmed, I have to always say that moment with Paige and Henry when she tells him she's a witch, I think it's just so romantic. So look at this. For a long time, I couldn't watch this episode because it made me too emotional. Totally agree. Totally agree. Every time I watch it, I cry. So <laughs> be prepared, everybody. Well, yeah. Continue to send your comments. We'll we'll try and read them back towards the end of the uh, recap. But uh, should we get started? At, in you know, in episode fashion, we usually you know talk about the episode. So I have not watched this. Everything oh. is going to be very initial reaction. But Ryan, you did watch this beforehand, so you can get notes ready. So yes. what did you think of this episode watching it again? It never disappoints, honestly. It never disappoints. Of course, there is one thing, one person that would have made this complete for me, but minus Prue or Prue something, this is an amazing episode, and I am so glad we got this over something Wicca This Way Goes, just because this had more closure. And what would you say that play of the week is? What was that moment? I think there's a part in here where the family is all gathered, and just they have this big huggy emotional moment, and that is my play of the week very good i will probably reveal my favorite moment afterwards since i'm just now watching this but why don't we get to mvp i am not gonna say page i am going <laughs> rob the charmed ones as a whole the charmed okay. family the charmed ones piper phoebe and page this week okay very good. I'll have to remember. I'm going to do all of these at the end because I haven't picked one yet. But okay, so all the charm ones. Very good. Now, did you happen to add anyone in this final episode to your hot man meter? I did, Rob. It's raining, man. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yes, I definitely added someone, too. And I'm sure we'll point them out as we watch the episode. We ready? We're good? We're ready. Enjoy, everybody. We will be commenting like Rob said, so we won't forget you. We're here. Piper and Leo arrive at Victor's, and Piper breaks the news. Victor reveals... He knows about Coop and Piper, realizes he can help them. He used his ring to show Phoebe her past loves. She summons Coop and asks to borrow his ring so he can go back in time. Coop agrees, but warns it doesn't always work as desired, because love is emotional, not practical. Leo goes with her, and Piper tries to focus on Phoebe, and the two of them go into the past, but end up in 1975, where they meet a young Victor and Patty in bed. 
at the time, Prue was five, Piper was three, and Phoebe hasn't been born yet. Piper suspects this is the night Phoebe was conceived. Piper and Leo explain things to Patty without giving away too much and finally reveal that Paige and Phoebe are dead and that they have grown up to become the Charmed Ones. Okay, so <laughs> I already have something to say. So I, it, it's funny to me that Leo, anytime the sisters die or, or what have you, he is just so cool with how fate works, destiny, this is how it's supposed to go. We can't do anything about it. Now, if Piper had died, right? If Piper had died, you know he would be raising hell literally. He would be yep. crying, having fits, throwing lightning everywhere, and doing everything he possibly can to make sure that she comes back alive. But when the sisters die, it's, we can't do anything. Shut the book. It's time for us to finally be alone our own family we're gonna live in phoebe's loft it <laughs> is it's here we go new place new time the tea is being spilled yes that's so funny <laughs> leo god bless him but it's just funny how so calm he is about all of this piper's actually particularly calm too after what's happened i think she really believes that she is gonna fix this in her heart will well, she you know the initial shock i'm sure you know she took a lot of energy out last week choking that heifer out <laughs> billy but at the same time i think now it's like you can only cry so much now it's yeah. time to you know get in the game mode and like okay we need to fix we need to fix this better call that lost switch spell maybe you find another two sisters mm. <laughs> I've got the power. <laughs> I don't know. They just popped right into my head. Okay, so uh, they bring up uh, something that I think we need to address from last week. This is something yeah. I forgot to do uh, before we started the episode. So a few of you have come forward to point out another sort of mishap that uh, me, Ryan, and our guest Tobias said that we didn't notice. We had talked about the sisters Cole and um, Zanku uh, taking in the hollow. Well, what we were reminded of is that Zanku took in the Nexus, not the hollow, which. Oh is, my God. Yes. I was so is, embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, which is why their reactions and, and side effects and what have you happened, which were different. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we don't get everything right. I know for a fact that I, this is a show that I do not know 100%. You know, when you're in the moment and you're talking, it happens. But we are willing, not willing, we are able to admit when we are wrong or, you know, mistake of fact, you know? And I will say, I am glad that Tobias was there too. So <laughs> it took three of us not to figure it out. I think it's because the hollow and the effects for the Nexus are very similar, you know? It's the black spinning thing from oh yeah um <laughs> from the mummy the kai call it yeah yeah kadu says that it's sweet that kaylee was so sweet talking about Alyssa welcoming to the cast a few years ago so i do love that especially being a first person this is a great comment i think piper getting straight to boss bitch mode into fixing things is a sign of her evolution over the show uh season one episode one piper would have been more timid old piper would have broken apart she's come so far so true not the chicken on the floor <laughs> we still need to know did christy eat the chicken the chicken off the floor without a fork 
<laughs> That's the real question, Charmies. <laughs> okay, well, I just have the, you know, the, the notes from before. So the original air date, May 21st, 2006, written by Brad Kern, directed by James L. Conway. And we have lots and lots of special guests, everyone from our past, Drew Fuller, Benola Hughes, Jennifer Rhodes, Wes Ramsey. Uh, we have Denise Dowles back at Angel of Destiny. And then we have our older couple, uh, Ellen Gear and Gordon Wells. So the episode is Piper enlists Coop's help to travel back in time and change the events that lead to the deaths of Phoebe and Paige. I would have read this while the credits are going, but I can't remember if you can still hear me over the video. So I'll just read it now. But uh, yeah. Let's uh did you have anything for for this opening thing? I think you, you know what's funny? I think that Billy uh in the moment that she's in right now is is okay to trust Dumaine. Like she doesn't have anybody else she's scared. Like she this comment, yeah. Yeah. If Billy I, is alone, no choice yeah, but to alone, trust Domain. Exactly. So I like I'm totally cool with what just happened. She had no idea what was going on, and I think deep down she still didn't even want to go through with it, but it, it it makes sense that she is aligning with him at the moment. They're trying to, but they're trying to as well paint her back as a hero because this is the last episode. Redemption. 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 <laughs> Let's hear that terrible charmed music. <laughs> can you hear me right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe yeah. everybody else can. Okay, so I guess that maybe I could have read it during it, but. So, yep, yeah, look, we can hear you over the video. Okay, very good. Very good. Oh, oh yeah, that's when I think I said chicken before. Yeah. So this whole time, this this theme song has not grown on you not one bit. It did. I mean, because it has the <laughs> it has the sound effects of the charmed. Like it has like beats. I know what they were doing, but nothing can beat how soon is now for charmed. I I of really course. feel bad for the the new charmed fandom that just knows this. And we would have loved to have played that for you so you can get the original. But hey, you know, <laughs> we working on a budget. <laughs> Okay, so again, uh, Papa Bennett, love the man. I'm so glad he's in this episode. I'm, I I really, really like him this season. He has definitely redeemed himself for a character who probably didn't have a huge part in the show to begin with. But man, has um, Victor Reed is just, God, he's just been so good. I, I will say that even with just him finding out about the girls, like he's he's handling it well. I think the acting is good. I don't need him throwing things and all of that, you know. So yeah, I really like this. But we now are sort of given this sort of plot point on how we can get the sisters back because it's not in the Book of Shadows. But leave it to the charm ones in the twentieth, you know, century to like figure this out. So. What do you think about this plot point? Like, them using the ring, I know you have a little feelings. <laughs> Where was this ring in <laughs> a, a four, how many years ago? Where was this ring five years ago? Uh, I get it. I'm glad this was a, a, a device. But, yeah, man, if this is all it takes... You know. Well, I mean, who knew that Cupids were even capable of anything like this? The only thing that we perfect got with comment, that ring, exactly. Who knew yeah. Cupids were so powerful? Time travel. Yeah, we we had no idea about that. We just thought that they stayed on task and you know just used the ring for you know 
matchmaking. So, you know, I, I wouldn't think about this at all. I, again, I would just be like, Tempest, cleaner, somebody has got to go and just rewind everything. No, those cleaners are done. They are done with those charmed ones. Annie, I agree. Um, James Reed is so much better than the first James Victor. Reed. James Reed, yeah. He should have. He played a villain a hundred percent. Like he was perfect for that setup of "Is our father bad?" That actor, original actor, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the idea of them traveling back, I think this is a way to incorporate Coop into sort of this cast. Even though it is the last episode, he is heavily involved with the Charmed Ones, especially Phoebe. And I think that him sort of being a part of the solution makes total sense to incorporate him in the episode. Is it far-fetched? Probably so. But I, I'm okay with it. How do you think about this comment? Would you have loved more scenes between Paige and Victor? I know we talked about it at her wedding, Paige's wedding, but I do think Victor has some kind of fatherly feelings for him. Maybe it's not explored, but in my head canon, you know, he doesn't want anything to happen to her because he knows that. No, of course not. I mean, Grams has incorporated her as family, right? Like, they're getting closer, so there's no reason why uh, Victor and Paige couldn't. I, I don't know if that is a way of just saying, well, forget that I even have a father, you know, because we still have Paige's real father. So I, I don't, I, it's, it's a little in the middle for me because I don't want the show to, to forget that she does have another, you know, father two fathers, yeah. Sam and, and fireman. Exactly. <laughs> so it would have been nice. Again, I did give Victor shit for not being at the engagement party. So I want them to be more close, but maybe he was on be business because nice. we know he moved to San Francisco, right? To be for business, supposedly. So, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. that. But uh, yeah, w again, with this plot thing, you know, nobody's thinking about Coop, you know, doing stuff like this or just in general, because everyone has their magical task and they are going to sort of just stick in their lane. So or yeah. this comment, Henry don't know either. Poor Henry. No one knows. Nobody knows. Yeah, that was something that I was going to look into during this, but I guess they just go back in time before we get a Henry moment about what happened to, to Paige. This, I, I think, is great. I think it's because good beings follow the rules to the letter. White liars aren't allowed to heal non-magic injuries because it disturbs the natural order. Um... Cupids use time travel to observe and learn because they are responsible within it. Great point. So that's why they're able to do that as opposed to, um, you know, fixing anything when they go back in time. Really great comment. Um, Piper and Leo going on one less grand adventure. Let's see. Patty freezing was my favorite play in this episode. Freeze effect one last time. Yes. And gr getting to see their mom was, was fantastic as fun. Getting so everyone, everyone can still see us, right? Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. I um, hope. Can you still see us? <laughs> Were you there? Because I see people, I see people uh, from 20. We're down to 14. Sorry. Um, everyone. I know. Yeah. They probably they're like, we're not seeing time. anything here. <laughs> Okay, so here's where we're at. Uh, you know, uh, Prue Thank was five you. years old. Uh, Piper was three, and Phoebe hasn't been born yet. Piper suspects this is the night Phoebe was conceived. 
and Piper and Leo explain things to Patty without giving away too much and finally reveal that Paige and Phoebe are dead and that they have grown up to become the Charmed Ones. Uh, so it, if you had any notes for this scene, go ahead, and then you go ahead and start with yours. So I did write that I hope that no one read all the guest star lists at the beginning of this episode. Um, for anyone who, I mean, not our Charmies, but in, in general, the first time you're watching this episode, if you could see Drew Fuller, Fiona Hughes, you know, like Victor, you know, all these names. Um, so Prue is mentioned. So this is great, right? I should be satisfied. But I do have words for how Prue could have been incorporated three different ways. And I will get to them later. So stay tuned for that, Charmies. Patty's smile having Paige as well. She mentions this in this scene, I believe. Um, this is when she's like, and we have another daughter, like another oh, Paige. And it's just so beautiful to see. Just so beautiful to see. So Patty suggests they use their family magic to get Piper to where she needs to go. She believes that if they can get Grams to travel with them, they can recreate the power of three and send away the hollow. The three of them take the ring and try to go to Grams, but end up in the future where an elderly couple are playing Scrabble. Suddenly, the man asks Leo how to spell Zanku. The woman thinks it's cheating, but the man says, he isn't asking her, he's asking himself. It turns out that the elderly couple in the future is Piper and Leo. They'd been expecting their younger selves. Old Piper and Leo reveal that it's 50 years in the future. And that Piper is Graham's now. They also tell Piper to focus on who she wants to get to with her heart, not her head and they must work together to get rid of the hollow. Piper and Leo are somewhat relieved that they eventually succeed. They then focus promptly and end up in 1982, where Piper sees Grams talking to her younger self. After Piper leaves, they introduce themselves and Grams faints at the sight of Patty because she had been dead for four years time at this point. So let's see. The picture from the 70s show with Patty pregnant with Phoebe and she's there as little Piper and Prue. Yes, you guessed one of my my ideas for having incorporating in those pictures. If Billy can project into time, Coop's ring should be easy to accept. Yeah, I guess that's true. She is Billy is this powerful. What do you think about the fact that this plan is having Graham's their mother and Piper reconstitute the power of three in this way. Do you call in Rob's terms shenanigans? Um, I mean, I don't have like distinctive rules with time travel. And I think every show has a right to kind of make up how time travel works in their world. A lot of times when a big event happens and, you know, the unexpected happens and, and things like, it usually is in the form of time travel. They just don't know it yet, right? So I think something this big that happened would probably involve a little bit of magic and time travel. So I'm okay with it. I haven't really called shenanigans on this. But in other movies and other rules, the whole loop thing, everything has to be perfect. And if you mess anything up, then it messes with the loop. So it could go either way. But do you think, not even messing up, do you think they have the power to create the power of three when they're not destined to be like their grandmother their mother and it's piper it's like 
It's almost like the reboot. Just three random women could have the power of three. It's well, I figure that their destinies has already been set at this point. I oh, thought, this right? is a. This look at this comment. The Triquacha was representative of the past, present, and future. So I don't think, despite shenanigans, it was a nice nod to the three generations. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Didn't like this, Isaiah. Let's see. I call shenanigans. Technically, Patty could step into Phoebe since she was pregnant with her, and we saw that in that '70s episode. Yes, but she still had to chant with Little Piper and Prue. Yes, this is what I'm thinking of as well. But I guess at this point in Charm, they kind of forgot a lot of their continuity. Uh, so my question is, where does Graham's live? I always assumed Graham lived in the manor because even when Victor was in the picture, I guess she got her own little place for a little while because they have to project to Graham's. They can't just say, oh, she went to the store for a few minutes and she'll be back. Um, and then Probably my other- with like one of, one of her husbands, I'm assuming. Oh, you know what? That's so true. For some reason, I just always pictured them all living in that manor and never leaving. Um, Piper baked cookies, future Piper, hysterical and sweet at the same time. And then Piper is saying this, future Piper, losing you, getting you back, losing you again. It, it, it's a great scene. Uh, and then my one moment with, I know why they use Piper with Graham's, little Piper, because it's supposed to set up, you know, Piper being the heart of this family and she is alive still. But couldn't have this been a Prue moment? <laughs> Get that little actress from that 70s episode. She played Prue three times already. She could have been older at this point. She looks like Shannon. Bam! There you go. Prue without having to pay for a, an episode for Shannon. That's what I think. Uh, I thought the older couple was very cute together. Uh, if there's anything to even say about chemistry, I think that they had it. The one thing, though, is funny. I was like, I'm surprised Leo is not in a tank top and a flannel shirt, even at his age, older age. <laughs> I would have loved it. But yeah, they, they were cute. And then, oh, my God, Graham's with her red hair. She is so adorable. So earlier, yeah. um, Annie said, let's talk about Graham's wig. <laughs> I like the red hair, though. So I, I think she looks great. Kadu says, I think it was. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go, go ahead. Kadu says, I think it was beautiful to see Graham's mom and Piper recreating the power of three. Maybe Graham's was living with one of her boos at the time. <laughs> um, I think they really just wanted to quickly end the show and they sort of jumped the shark. I could see that. Graham's had a condo, I believe. Okay. And oh, true, baby Prue would have been a wonderful nod. Thank you. <laughs> okay, scene four, everybody. It's funny, Graham, she faints this time. Yeah. Aside from the previous time that she was told. But yeah, I mean, seeing all of that must have really... <laughs> okay. So Jumaine talks to Billy through the process of her, ta her to ta travel back into the past. But when he mentions she has to focus on the triad uh, rather than Christy, she finally realizes she's been manipulated. Dumaine tells her to go back and ask Christy so she'll understand. While Patty tries to wake Grams, Leo points out that he could be taken away again because the final battle won't, uh, wouldn't have been uh, fought. 
Grams wakes up and Piper makes introductions and tells her she must save the charmed ones. Uh, Grams is skeptical at first, but when Piper and Patty tell her that she's the grandmother of the charmed ones, Grams is gratified and readily agrees to help. Just like before, right? Yeah. Love <laughs> that callback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy projects herself back into the past at the manor just as the as past Billy and Christy arrive. She warns them, but past Billy sends present Billy flying into the wall with their telekinesis and goes on to fight. The battle starts to play out as before, but then Piper, Grams, and Patty arrive to cast a spell which drives the hollow out of the five girls. Present Billy and Piper merge with their past selves. Time has caught up with itself, and Billy and Christy teleport out. The Angel of Destiny arrives to take Leo back because the final battle has not been fought. Go ahead. So, wouldn't Grams know Leo at this point as as we saw that he was hanging around during hippie times with her and he looked exactly the same. It's stupid things like this that I get it writers, but come on. It was only a few up. It was a few seasons ago. Um, Billy got, would you remember somebody from your past like that? I mean, that was over like what? 30 years ago. But see, a number because the continuity, this is only the 70s or the 80s for her. That was the, what, the oh, early okay. 70s? I so, I mean, saying. it I wasn't that long ago, and she knew he was a white lighter. So, eh. Glad that Billy got to see how stubborn she was herself when she's trying to talk to her, her past self. Charmed women all together. I love this. The generations, as we, we talked about in the comments, um, all the, the charmed women sitting around talking. It's one of these rare moments in the series where they're all alive and present together. And then Patty does ask about Prue in this scene. Thank you, Patty. <laughs> uh, we do have a few comments, Rob. Um, yeah. So Patrick says, I find it interesting that folks were sad during this episode after having such a downer on the previous episode. All the time travel shenanigans made the episode an absolute romp. I agree. I think it's bittersweet. I think it's, um, it's just sad in the sense that it's the end. And then the way the show ends is just... Um, I love how Grams was so excited and prideful at being a close, closely related to the almighty charmed ones. We can only assume Grams was stoned the entire time and didn't remember him. <laughs> and then the Charmed Ones. You became the Charmed Ones? What do we do? Such She's such a war horse, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, she went right to it when she knew that there was time to, to get into battle. Um, it was hilarious to me how nonchalant Paige was about being dead, and then, interesting to note that we see all the Charmed Ones' powers, even Billy, doing a Prue-style telekinesis apart from Phoebe. No Phoebe's power, but Tobias, her power is love. She's you so know, loving. You know what's funny? Because of the timing of it all, of when they're here, I'm wondering if seeing Piper and Leo together, that Patty's like, hmm... Maybe mm. I can get with my white lighter, actually. Oh! Because they saw how easy it was. Damn. And, and they're together, so why not? It worked for Sam, so maybe she was the reason they had the affair. 
Well, supposedly Coop wipes their brain, but I think some of it's stuck. Let's do that as headcanon. No, I just think it's funny. <laughs> but it's really cute that Grams is accepting after the fact. She's like, oh, if I'm going to be the Grams of the Charm ones, I'll believe you. Fine. It's whatever. She didn't try and, and get rich this time, but yeah. <laughs> and it's true. Phoebe didn't regain her last two powers by the finale. I agree. Okay, go ahead. Um, let me see. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have anything for her this. Her powers being a selfish. <laughs> Did you, can you see this? <laughs> On the screen? I play <laughs> Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. Um, so, well, we're doing scene f five? Yeah. Piper explains everything to Paige and Phoebe, but notes that they're back where they started. Suddenly, Wyatt and Chris appear from the future. They reveal that they were fighting demons in their time, and without warning, Wyatt loses his powers. Billy and Christy walk down a downtown street. Christy wants to get back to magic school so they can get Domain's help to kill the Charmed Ones. Billy tries to tell Christy that Domain and the Triad have been using them all along. You think? Christy isn't willing to listen, even when Billy tells her that Domain tried to get her to go to the Triad first. Christy heads off to magic school on her own. A disillusioned Billy realizes that her sister has become a killer. I have one note for this section, Rob, and it is Grams finds out that she has grandsons in this future. So is this a is this a Grams that hasn't become bitter to men yet? Because she's not going, wait, your future kids, you have two boys, two men. <laughs> Another thing that's just cut to the point because we don't wanna we don't wanna address it in the last episode. I'm just like catching up with with the uh, the scenes from the show. I know you're watching, yeah. I know, so I'm just kind of watching. My bad. No, I just noticed Christy in her like mean face when she's like walking down the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> you know her stank face. Her yeah. stank face is real. Yeah. Uh, also, the the special effects of Piper and Billy merging with themselves I thought was pretty cool. Just bright pink, sort of like. Uh, sort of special effect glow as they like. Yes. Mer yeah, I actually like that. I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah, see, it sucks. I should have watched. I should have watched this. I wanted to give initial reactions, but if I had watched this before, I would have all of these notes ready. But I just have no idea. I'm so. I'm so. I feel so bad still that this happened. I'm. Ugh. Oh no, no, it's it's quite all right. I am having fun. I am having fun. That's true. Our charmies are here. Thank okay. you. Okay. So let's go to scene six. Back at the manor, Chris and Wyatt explain that Wyatt lost his powers in the middle of a demon fight. And they came back to the present to find out how Coop arrives. <gasps> what? Oh, oh, okay, what, what is going on here? <laughs> Oh, it is Witch Watcher. <laughs> oh my gosh, she still got us, even in this live that's been blocked. Right. <laughs> God, okay. So, who has she spotted? 
All right. So here is my last witch quote of the show. Uncle Coop. Scene. <laughs> I think this might be a certain Wyatt Hollowell. Wyatt Matthew Hollowell. Yes, yes. We were just about to get to the official quote in the synopsis when adult Wyatt recognizes Coop as Uncle Coop, alluding to the fact that him and Phoebe got married. I love this quote. It's so simple, but it's just the way that Wes Ramsey says it. Everybody's shocking face. And he was just so adorable. And so I, I know he does have such a big mouth. And so I just love this so much. It's just a moment for me. And him and Drew look so good in this scene when they arrive. They've got Hot Man Meter. The, yeah, Hot Man Meter for sure. I added these two to my Hot Man Meter. And it's just funny, like he's got his red like shirt on to signify that he's super good, you know, no black whatsoever. Right. And I surprised just, it wasn't white, right? Like just I a know. white shirt. I just, I just love when he says this, it is just so funny. So, so you mean to tell me you added people to your hot man meter. I sure did. I sure did. I'm desperate, people. We don't have our real clips anymore. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to use those clips as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Adult Wyatt is really cool. I would have loved to have seen like a spinoff show with him to see where they could go. And yeah, too bad we didn't get that. They tried. I remember people sending in crystals to the WBCW at the time to get this show to be done. But yeah. we never did. Okay, so... Wyatt recognizes him as Uncle Coop, leaving Phoebe shocked. Chris, Wyatt, and Patty orb to Victor's apartment. Christy tells Dumaine Billy has abandoned them, but there's a way to revive the triad without her. They are still on the triad right now. What is happening? What is happening? But Chris, they're so they're so strong. I don't know. Uh, meanwhile, Grams is working on a potion when Henry arrives to talk to Paige. Coop insists on confessing his love to Phoebe, but Phoebe cannot handle it and goes to talk uh, to her sisters oh. after giving him the ring back. Dumaine shimmers in to grab Coop and the ring. So I haven't caught up with that with that particular scene on the episode. So I'll leave it to you to kind of give notes if you had any on this. Well, um, and Annie, thank you. I think that's what, if the audio was pitched and the video was inverted, they possibly wouldn't have caught the copyright. Damn you, YouTube. <laughs> uh, I will say I am glad Henry had this very small moment in this episode. I almost wish this was extended. I know you want a series finale possibly to be one compact episode because that's generally a one hour show. But you know, when we get those two hour episodes, like, did we really need maybe two hours of, no, I guess they did. I don't know. I just wish it was a little longer because it's like little moments like Henry gets to go, hi, I've been trying to call you. And Paige is like, everything's going to be great. Great, great. Like, it's going to be great now. 
Yeah, I'm glad. Hi, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good thing that they, you know, included him in this episode, uh, even if no, it's just this... for that small part. <laughs> this, this, okay. So I love the scene in Graham's and Piper talking about Coop. Piper saying, worst, a Cupid, and then Graham's face, because P Graham says, what does she marry a white light or two page? And she's like, no worse, a mortal. Ugh. Damn Grams. <laughs> Damn Grams. Okay, so I just watched the scene. <laughs> oh God, it is so adorable. So <laughs> he says it and then White immediately is just like, oh crap, I just gave yep. it away. He is so <laughs> adorable. But then Coop just looks so more confused i would have been happy more than confused i'd have been like okay i don't need to tell you i love you because clearly we're gonna end up together yeah, so just that easy huh we'll save it for later no problem at all but also patty just being so shocked like oh i want to see my man at this age and she she's like what what happens and blah 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 and so it's just like oh you know like her heart was set on being with him forever right and it just kind of sucks that even in her mind she really thought that they would be together so you know raising the charm ones definitely took a toll on their relationship it wasn't just something like oh i fell out in love with him like they probably went through some very very tough times raising the kids and sam was just so loving and and i don't know i don't know what she saw in sam maybe well, we he, saw something well that he was we there to be he was there to be the yes man you know the woman needed to be reminded that she you know, is a boss bitch and that her opinions matter. You know, when you have somebody like Victor just constantly being like, no, I don't agree with this magic, this magic, that you have somebody who agrees with magic all the way through. So, of course, you're going to kind of hold on to that feeling that somebody understands what you're going through. Michael, thank you for coming. If you don't know, we have been blocked by YouTube. So we were midway through the episode. Well, not even midway through. We, we just had begun the episode. We got through a few scenes and we were blocked. Okay. So Billy arrives and asks to talk to her, to the sisters. They have vanquishing potions at the ready, but hear, but hear her out. She tells them that the triad and Christy have been using her all along. It admits that she and Christy stole Wyatt's powers while they were infected with the hollow. Uh, Future Chris and Wyatt show up and reveal that Jumaine is involved and Piper realizes that they have to go back in time, but before they uh, summon the hollow so they can get Wyatt's powers back. And so Phoebe calls for Coop, but he doesn't respond. Ooh. So just by the way, this comment, Patty was loving those orbs. <laughs> I, I almost lost it. Uh, Tobias says that um, I loved Fiona, Fiona being a being young Patty in love and very horn horny for Victor. Get it, girl. Michael is okay. We're glad that you are here anyway. Chris went a year without dropping the beans. Wyatt barely lasted five minutes. Is that not true? I think Grams was shocked at being a grandmother of the Charmed Ones because when it was just Prue, Piper, and Phoebe, they knew the sisters were more likely to be the Charmed Ones. But after Paige, that's true. There is that fourth one was born 
they were scared and their destiny was going to be taken away from them. Okay, yes, right? Okay. Seven, right, Rob? Yes. Chris and Wyatt reveal the elders sent Coop and Phoebe sent Coop to Phoebe so she could fall in love with him. They wanted to make up for all that she'd sacrificed over the years, as well as for all of Piper and Leo had been through. So it wouldn't be forbidden love. They explain that in the future, there is one. So all she has to do is think of him to summon him. She does so, and he appears in great pain. He reveals Domain took his ring and they plan to go back in time to warn the Triad. Billy thinks that they've already gone back, but she can go back in time as well. Domain and Christy find past Domain talking with the Triad. They try to warn the Triad that they have to get the Hollow before the Charmed Ones do. Just then, the Charmed Ones and Billy arrive as well. The Charmed Ones vanquish the Triad with potions, then Piper blows up present Domain. Past Domain starts to shimmers away, but Piper blasts him in mid-shimmer and blows him up as well. Holy crap, this was a bloodbath of a scene. Um, but at the same time, I'm going to quote the source. Anticlimactic, don't you think? <laughs> Literally, they took care of everybody in this room. They didn't even have to leave it. Boom, boom, boom. Piper took out five people, basically. I'm um I'm just kind of like catching up and stuff and so um <laughs> so when Jumaine comes and grabs Coop Coop did you see how he was like let go of me yeah he was just like mm. I was like oh. I was like Jumaine are you really that strong against a Cupid I I don't know maybe they're pacifists or whatever but I'm like Coop I think you can take Jumaine. I just love how he was just like, what are you doing? Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> no fight really at all. No, he could have totally no took that arm back. There was no fight whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you have anything else for this scene? Nothing for this scene. Okay. Okay. We can read just a few more comments. Just allow me to catch up a little bit. Of course. So everyone loves Eamon's comments about, you know, Grams and everyone being scared when Paige was born, uh, that they would lose their charm destiny. Michael says that Wyatt was like a kid in a candy store when Coop came in. The door, most adorable face, too. Um, Piper was like, Hell no, you were gone. That's it, yeah. She's like, You are not taking my husband again. Also, Billy, she comes in and admits to the fact that she used Wyatt's powers, right? I if I oh yeah I don't know how I would react to this like would you be able to really let it go even in the moment like we're back in the past we're trying to get the sisters back like obviously there's no time for personal vendettas and whatnot but like when you find out that oh you touched my kid and I didn't even know about it at the time like what would you like what could you move on or would you still forgive her and, and work towards this better ending I mean, they do, but again, it's just so convenient that this is all wrapped up, just like, okay. Although, in the next scene, she does do something, so I guess that's what happens? Why they, they trust her? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, you know, the fact that Coop is, you know, sort of taken, you know, it 
hopefully they you know they are not really too worried about him you know because obviously they wouldn't get the future be together uncle coop if he was dead so uh i get the suspense level of it all but yeah it yeah he's he's fine and michael <laughs> does say that coop his power is love so maybe he is also a pacifist like leo but man pull those strong arms away they look pretty strong from here and he's not even on the hot man meter <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the triad. Jeez. Okay. Some of these comments I'm going to put up after our next scene. Because okay. All right. So the Hollowells explain that Billy brought them back by projecting herself to Christy. Before Christy can react, Paige orbs the ring from Christy's finger, and Christy accuses Billy of betraying her. Billy begs Christy one last time to give up evil. Instead, he, an enraged Christy launches a huge fireball at them. However, Billy it wasn't so big. deflects it back, finally putting Christy out of her misery. Which is damn. What, I know. Which is what the, I mean. I didn't know she was in misery this whole time, but I mean, yeah. So as soon as she realizes that she has just killed her sister and that her entire family is gone. Billy breaks down in tears as the charm ones confront her. Um, that must have been very, very hard for Billy to have killed her sister, no matter what we think of these yes. two girls. Yes, her literally doing it, watch her like literally be evaporate. Like, and Billy finally cried on point and did yeah, it very but well. This oh, comment had me send into Annie is on fire. Kaylee's one drop of mascara and the charmed one's looking utterly unbothered at Christy. <laughs> Hitting the dust is always hilarious to me. As a matter of fact, they do give that stink face of like, I don't well, know what to do. Like, what what can we say, right? Like, Well, I mean, look, you're at a point where you honestly like she's she's been doing a lot of bad things right like i'm not jumping for joy i'm not gonna dance on her grave but at the same time it's like i don't have any love for this person like i feel bad for you but i'm not gonna sit here and sob because my friend lost her sister that's just a little too like <laughs> they were no i think they would have prior yeah. to all this happening had they had this sisterhood because they know how it is losing a sister but at yeah. this point i think they're just like oh but I, again, got to give it to Billy. I think that um, this was a very tough thing for her to do. In fact, I'm going to make this my play. This is my play. I, I, if, if we're supposed to redeem Billy at all, it was the idea that she finally did what she had to do. Was this the only solution? I think at the very moment, yes. I don't see how this would have worked out anyway. But courage to her for being able to you know put all of that aside and say hey you know like she's she's gone like i just have to get rid of her you know <laughs> michael says bitch got what she deserved <laughs> well you know and and i think you know at the end of the day christy technically is our evil character and and she had to go but uh i gotta give it to billy on this one i'm glad that she was able to do what she had to do michael also says no offense to billy but her crying is kind of ugly <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind it. Okay, go ahead. Enough, Annie. One more comp. We got to pour one out for Christy Knight. It needs some chicken on the floor, y'all. 
<laughs> for Christy, for Christy. <laughs> oh my God, that was amazing. So I just want to say that in this scene, Patty does say she finds out what happens to Prue from Victor. Um, and they do say this wonderful scene that's everything happens for a reason. When one door closes, another one opens. And they do give Paige that one moment of it closes up on her face. So I, I am happy Paige gets her love as well. So I always love that very moment in, the, in this last episode. So all the Hollowells are re- reunited at the manor and Wyatt has his powers back. I love this. He like orbs from one end to the room to the other and he's just all like standing all like, I've got my powers back. Oh, love him. Uh, he happily orbs to his mother's side to show them. They reveal Billy has gotten back to her own way and needs to be alone for a bit. The Angel of Destiny later arrives with Leo and reveals uh, this was how the battle was supposed to end. And Victor and Patty arrive with the children and Coop reveals he can take Patty and Graham's back and make sure that they won't remember what they've learned. Patty reveals that Victor told her Prue is dead oh. and it's the one thing that she wants to forget. Everyone shares a happy moment before going their separate ways. Mm. So yeah, the the Prue moment, I am glad that they brought that up. Uh, Just to catch up with the comments before our next scene, Michael does say Chris, in some aspects, is more mature because he was the one who went back in time to save his family and made the future safe. I love that, actually. I do love the idea of Wyatt being so powerful but also being like this oh hi i'm 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 a happy guy like kind of personality great point piper could have froze the fireball and they could have bound her powers i kept saying yo bind uh, they're gonna say bind her power i know how it ended but no not even you're like nope not worrying about this anymore um billy's just come home was so sincere and sad yeah it, I mean, it's it's sad that, that this is how the character could have went could have went. Uh, Chrissy was gaslit by the triad and domain, so cut her some slack. She wasn't born evil. I will raise a chicken leg to Christy. <laughs> you got this. So funny. Um, let's see. Also, Chris knew more ins and out of his childhood before he was even born. Tobias says, "I will bind you, Christy, from doing harm." <laughs> Binding powers, great idea. This family moment was everything. It still makes me tear up, yes. I love how time travel makes no no sense in the Charmed universe. Agreed. Um, we do have this. Look, I think Christy being killed is called murder. Remember, yeah, she did say, yeah. I am human. Yeah, they, they did do that, <laughs> for sure. Uh, <laughs> the only thing that I have... For this is again uh, the the goodbyes. You know, everybody is very coupled up. Uh, it was really nice to have Patty and Victor sort of hold the grandkids together, and they seemed somewhat happy. You know, within this moment, also Chris Drew Fuller being able to smile for once. <laughs> and yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So true. He he was happy, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I really like that that moment. Everybody just kind of saying their goodbyes. And uh, yeah, it, it was a really sweet moment. I loved having all of them all in the same room 
together. So I thought that was great. Uh, okay, go ahead. The next day, Piper comes down and suggests that she and her sisters should write down everything in the book so they can pass it down the way that they did to them. Each writes down what they've experienced, and we see what will happen in the future. Coop and Phoebe marry. The angel of destiny presides with her cape. <laughs> and then they have three daughters, while Phoebe publishes a New York Times bestseller book called Finding Love, it also shows Billy and the sisters remain very close friends. She is seen babysitting Phoebe's two eldest daughters while Phoebe and Coop rush to the hospital to deliver their third daughter. By the way, no one aged. Uh, Henry continues to look after his parolees and has a son and twin daughters with Paige, who continues to guide the next generation of witches and future white lighters after embracing her white lighter self. Ooh, I get so emotional during this scene, Charmies. Um, I, what can I say? It, it, it's just one of my favorite charmed moments. I'm just trying to catch up with some of the comments. Michael says, Domain was a character that I never understood. Um, and then they're talking about murder, you know, like characters that have been murdered. Michael says, Agent Jackman, Bruce Campbell was, yes. The group hug was missing Henry. I agree. <laughs> Humans get murdered all the time. Look what happened to Kyle. And then I wish Piper would have mentioned having a little girl that she wanted all along during the scene when they see the three kids going to school with Piper and Leo. Uh, what did you think about uh, Billy being incorporated in their lives still? Uh, you know, we're, we're seeing that she kind of, I think is sort of a babysitter to uh, Phoebe's kids because she has three right away <laughs> while she's working and everything. I'm not exactly sure what Coop does, or maybe Phoebe is just the sole breadwinner. Or, you know, he could just be a, I you think know, so. Um, a stay at home dad, which I think is also beautiful too to highlight. But it looked like they were already in him and Leo party. maybe get together and like they go to the park, <laughs> they take the think, kids. <laughs> what do you think about Billy being incorporated? Certain, you know, like not to, I mean, it seems that they have forgiven her, right? Like they've rewritten, you know, the past or whatever. She's proven that she's good. But would it be easy to just, you know, let bygones be bygones? Do you think that Billy should have her own life somewhere or should she still be like hanging out with them, you know? You know, if she had not actually done the deed to Christy. I would have always, in the back of my head, gone, hmm. But at the end of the day, this character truly, and I think we discussed it on the show too, she did have potential. She wasn't really annoying up until the Christie plot. So I do like Billy on the surface level, and I could see that her sacrificing her sister for the Charmed Ones was a huge point, and I think that's what you know, really so solid, made it solidified it. Uh, I I also love that Henry is still uh, being, you know, that parolee guy that he, or parole officer <laughs> that he is. And I, I do enjoy that him and Paige have come to an understanding that she is still going to be out there fighting, you know, demons still, because they all could have just walked away. 
but Paige still kind of wants to be involved in that part. And then he's taking care of the mortal side of evil. And they had three kids together. And I think that their family dynamic is really cute. Uh, they all looked pretty happy as well. What do you think about Paige still putting her life in danger now that she has kids? Do you think it's something that she just can't walk away from? I mean, the fact that she is a white lighter that's alive has always been in the back of my head, too. We know that white lighters are basically dead mortals that come back if they were, you know, destined to be these good people. So she is putting her life on on the line. But at the same time, it's Paige. She She needs to help people. And I think this does give her time. Because we used to say, how is she going to be a charmed one and a white lighter? Um, real quick, Annie says, do you think Leo and Coop talk shit about Henry being a basic mortal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they probably have like an inside joke. And Henry <laughs> probably feels just a little bit out, out of the loop. But yeah, hopefully somebody will be able to come in and like be a mortal and understand. Like, yeah, if Daryl was still around, I'm sure they would have been like, really good buddies because they have something in common. That's know? right. Do you think that uh, Henry has helped Paige at all sort of defeat evil like Daryl did? Or do you think they keep that separate? Should they work together in that way? I think that... I know I think he does. I think they're going to become a really great power couple, honestly. They have that great dynamic. I think um, they could do so much good together, honestly. Very good. Okay, let's read this last scene. Ugh, Wyatt and Chris working together. So cool. Okay, so Piper and Leo have a daughter named Melinda. Piper also follows her own dreams of opening a restaurant while Leo once again becomes headmaster of the reclaimed Madga school and helps to train the next generation of witches until he retires. And I'm sure he still has the torture room still up and running. Oh my well. gosh! <laughs> Uh, by then, Wyatt, Chris, and Melinda have already taken over the fight between good and evil. I can just imagine Melinda having these two older brothers, like, just be the big brother to her and just the three of them. Man, that is a sight. I love that. I just love the thought of that. And I'm glad that she has these two brothers to help her out. The story suddenly goes forward to the year 2050, where it ends with an elderly Piper reading the last lines of their saga to her granddaughter. <clears throat> Prudence, before going upstairs with an elderly Leo, as, the pass, as they pass the pictures of their family, past, present, and on the walls. I love all of these photos. The music, I think, is beautiful. Oh, during my this. God. Tears. Oh, Tears. God. I just love, but it's funny because they have to go through all these pictures. I'm like, okay, this old couple takes forever to walk these stairs. <laughs> the <way laughs> Thank God. Looping, Thank God, though. They kept looping them on. I was like, y'all staircase ain't this long. But I love it. They just keep walking up the stairs. As they I know. It, it doesn't it even like the camera. It even like does that like fading back into them because they got to walk yeah. even slower. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so funny. <laughs> and then uh, let's see what else. Okay. So the couple's other uh, grandchildren run into the manor. There's a lot of them. And Prudence telekinetically swings the doors closed for a final time using her namesake's distinctive flick of the hand, which I think is awesome. Um, as they do, we see a final flash 
of the Triquetra, symbolizing the power of three. Oh, my God. Executive producer, Brad Kern. (laughs) Is that who it was? Uh, All right. So we do have a lot of comments as well. Um, Do you want to... We're going to read some of them because we still have like a lot of of our last segments to go. So uh, really quickly, um, Michael says, I love how Paige and Henry adopted a son. This is actually in the comics, it turns out, um, to keep up with to keep up with them giving children a new home like Henry and Paige were adopted. I love that. And Tobias says, as a child who was adopted, I love that, Michael. That is beautiful. Um, Paige, Paige's character arc over the years has become my favorite. She is such a complex character and always struggled with the dualities of her life. It's nice to see her embrace her white lighter side. I, I agree. It makes sense that Paige would adopt. Uh, Chris and Wyatt would be the best brothers. Yes. Uh, the last scene with granddaughter Prudence. It's truly beautiful. Prue lives on in later generations. I love how Prue still lives on. The music was legendary. Chinlin ugly cried when Piper and Leo walk up the stairs past those family photos. And Michael says the picture of all the sisters was amazing. Yeah, very, very good. What did you think about these last scenes? Everyone's future wrapped up. Did you like where everybody ended? One of my favorite scenes in Charmed History, but I did mention earlier that I had some thing that I wanted to complete this scene. So we're going, picture it, everyone, we're going through the montage, right? So we didn't get the younger actress earlier as Prue back again from the 70s show. We didn't get a younger actress in a different part playing Prue. That was my other idea. Not even the same one. Maybe even a younger Prue. What about during Piper's closing, saying something like, magic even got me to, something magic even led me to see our lost sister. And then all you have to do is have a white light and a woman standing there. And from behind, you see a dark haired woman and then show the sister's mouth, say, Prue, and then cut away to the manor door closing with that same magic. No Shannon involved. The sisters got that as their, I would say, as their, you know, you finally get to see your sister, your destiny is complete, and you don't need Shannon. Or if, and many people have said, use an old photo of them as a kid. You mean to tell me they couldn't even take three photos of a random kid, randomly even if they didn't have it, and just say, well, clearly those must be Prue, Piper, and Phoebe, because they're young you know kids together it's not Paige something like that business it's a business thing you are wasting your breath with this I you need to it's it's not gonna happen it and I'm sure that Shannon was a big part of this like we're we're talking about blaming the you know the show for doing her wrong I think Shannon did not want any of this to be a part of it so but if you okay so if it's true that she was fired we'll never know but I wouldn't you be the same way? I would be like, hell no, you ain't using my crap. You fired me. But so, I mean, that's the thing. We just kind of have to accept the fact that, you know, this was not really meant to be. And, you know, yes, they did bring her up. But I mean, from a business standpoint, to me, it makes sense that not much likeness of her was used in it. But it did bring me to the last WWPD. No! Prue. 
Okay, so I saved this for the last. It's not a really big, huge thing, but in your opinion, where, what part do you think Prue would play if she were alive in sort of wrapping this episode up, dealing with the triad, getting Billy back on our side? All of this time traveling, do you think that Prue would have come in instead of Grams or Patty? Like, where does she fit in this master plan to bring the sisters back to life. I, in my head, have a mixture of what evidently Brad Kern said about him asking Shannon. Over the years, it's been like, he didn't ask Shannon, then he did ask Shannon. Shannon said he did ask her, but she said no because she didn't like what the character of Prue was portrayed as. So I had, I think maybe they were going to have her be alive at one point, go back into one of those past things, and maybe grab her and to do like a power of the maybe that would have been the real power of three as opposed to Graham's Patty and Piper doing it. And then maybe that would have been a great callback. The original power of three saves the, the, the future incarnate of the power in three, I think. And then having her be a white lighter at the end or something. I think, you know, it would have been interesting. It would have been weird. I'm, I'm just, you know, spitballing a, a what if like if it were me whatever rule what i would have enjoyed was let's say prue did die right uh when the angel of destiny comes back she would have taken leo and she would have given them prue to help out with the rest of the mission that's how i see it like we got to take leo back but here's prue to help you deal because she's you know all up you know in heaven or whatever and she would have been brought down to continue the mission as it goes on because the battle has not been won yet. So I think that would have been a really good time to introduce her back into the episode and for her to help out for just this short stretch of time. So that's where I see it. Ooh, I love it. I love it. Um, so really quickly, we have that the granddaughter's name is Prudence, so that it is another way of having Prue be you know, in it. Shannon was definitely fired, I think. I but I do believe that she wanted to quit prior to getting fired. Yeah, I probably I, I think so too. It shows Piper is the most important part of the sisters and held them together once Prue left. Um and then Annie continues, and while she tried to quit, they threatened to sue her. She was under contract. I vaguely remember an old Holly Marie Comb interview alluding to how they told her they would sue her. So yeah, so I, if that was true, I wouldn't want my pictures there either. We're so glad you were. We, you got to come near the end, our dear. We didn't get to watch the full episode because we were blocked by YouTube, but <laughs> we did do a full episode either way. <laughs> okay, so um, with the high states meter, uh, we got the big battle before. Uh, but what do you think about the stakes that happened in this episode? We've got Dumaine. He's trying to get the triad back. There's also the um, idea of time traveling and making sure that, you know, they don't mess up the future and stuff. So what do you think about the high stakes here? I'm going deadly. I'm going deadly because had they not gotten in time with Billy's projection power to the past, it could have happened all over again. Mm -hmm. So... I will say deadly, even though Piper took care of everyone in the room <laughs> at one moment. But all right, deadly. Yeah. What about you, Rob? I want to say deadly. I Going through all of this, it looks like they had like a to-do list, right? It's interesting that they had, you know, a to-do list, right? It didn't 
feel like any of them were in danger. It was just more of getting the family on board and making sure that, you know, everybody was up to speed so they can just do A, B, and C. It didn't necessarily feel that they were in trouble in a way. You know, I think Coop went through a small little distress thing. But other than that, it it was pretty sort of straightforward, right? I mean, yes, they got rid of the triad and definitely Billy had some very hard decisions to make. I'm, I don't know if I can go through deadly, but it's in between upper level and deadly to me. I think the stakes were higher in the previous episode De- well definitely yes so yes that that's kind of where i put it on this one um okay ryan you know what to do you have some fashion to talk about this is fashions by ryan <laughs> well i said this in our last episode with tobias but everyone's series finale looks are iconic to me. We have Paige in her black on black. We have Phoebe with this greenish-esque tan jacket looking top. And Billy's whole gray dress tank top thing. It's so, it's so finale. It's ingrained in my mind. I said this in last week's episode. And Piper looked, everyone looked beautiful in this thing. But you know who I'm going to give it to? The Angel of Destiny with her cape flying about. (laughs) (laughs) I know. She came in with her flair and was just like, yep, I'm here. Got to take them back. And yeah, so no, very good. So that was Fashions by Ryan. Okay, so just a couple of announcements before we close up shop here. I just want to remind everyone that uh, the Hot Man Meter list is complete. We, Ryan and I, will have to have the hard task of figuring out, out of all the men that we thought were so, so hot, we have to narrow it down to just 10, and we will announce our uh, Hot Man Meter during our quiz show that will be coming up very soon, but definitely before the end of the month. Uh, Remember that you guys have just this last list to give. Uh, We want your 10 hottest guys of season eight plus one hot female and most adorable. Uh, If you guys send that to us, we will calculate all of your choices and create one charming hot man meter to put on uh, our social media and announce also during our quiz show. Uh, The only other thing that I will say is that uh, because we were setting this up and trying to make sure everything was going to work out good by the time we did our live show, uh, we forgot to do our (laughs) our spells. We had one last charm. Yes, we do. I actually and, have my spell. If you oh, need you it. do have yours? Yeah, I don't know if you if you need it. You got no, it. No, I I yeah, I didn't get a chance to write mine because I was just so busy doing all this other stuff. But we will definitely play the Charmy game Spellbound during our quiz show as well, and we will give our spells out, and you guys can vote on social media which spell you liked um, before. But that's good. Ryan's on the money. See, he has like. Yeah, he knows what he's up to. Me, I was just so distracted by like all of this, I I couldn't do it. But um, yeah, so 
we will definitely do that. Uh, I don't have an exact date for the uh, quiz show just yet, but you, we will definitely get it before the end of the month. Uh, it sucks that the rules worked against us. We tried our best to make sure that we were able to view it without any complications. We see other pages uh, are able to watch full-length movies without any kind of fire, but... You know, we obviously picked um, a product and a copyright that is just very taboo and, and, you know, against the rules. So we weren't able to watch the whole thing. But I hope you guys enjoyed this. And again, if you did miss this, we'll have this um, posted for you guys to visually see again. Plus, we will incorporate all of the audio that we've uh, collected during this watch party and put it in the podcast episode in our traditional way of doing uh, the podcast. So definitely look forward to that uh, because we're doing this live. We won't have it ready immediately, but in the next two days or so, uh, we'll have the audio posted for you guys to listen to in case you wanted to hear some stuff earlier. Uh, the last thing that I guess that I want to say is a very, very huge, huge thank you to all of you who have followed us before. Uh, before we get into our charming confessions, Ryan and I do have a, a moment to share with you guys as well, as we have technically written entries in the Book of Shadows. Go ahead, Ryan. As an original run Charmed fan, I wish I could have told my teenage self that one day I would be able to reminisce about the series as well as reviewing it. Charmed has meant so much to me over the years that getting to do a show like Brunch with the Hollowells has been a dream come true. Starting out on this journey, I had no idea the first time I listened to Rob and Sean that I too would one day be a part of this amazing, charmed legacy. Having been able to be a page to the original show's format and being welcomed by the community has meant so much. Starting out as a listener and then a guest on the show and even being inspired to create my own podcast because of it. Talking about a show that has meant so much to me in my 30s has been beyond satisfying, as well as meeting so many wonderful fellow Charmed fans along the way. Seeing as these characters and this show always being a happy place for me, my dream is that as the years go by and more and more generation of future Charmed fans are born, I hope they continue to listen to Brunch with the Hollowells. And this podcast will be there for the future generations of Charmies as a complete series discussion. Rob has truly inspired so many with this podcast, including me. Charmies and Brunchers. Four years ago, I came up with the idea to mesh two of my favorite things, and that's brunch and charmed what a ride it has been to be able to mesh the two of these together and come up with the show brunch with the hollowells it has given me an opportunity to talk about one of my favorite if not favorite shows of all time i didn't think that i would meet such wonderful people folks that i may not have never met in person but nonetheless i feel so close to because of our shared love of an amazing tv show like charmed 
I really enjoy podcasting and what a dream it has been to be able to do what I enjoy and talk about something that has been in my life for over 20 years. This show and all of you have kept me very busy and completely sane for a very long time. While there were times that I felt overwhelmed, it was all of you that pushed me to keep this going and to see it to the very end. Being able to talk about this show one episode at a time has made me appreciate this show even more. And I am very grateful to have had this opportunity to be myself and geek out without judgment. To all the fans and patrons in the attic and also new friends, thank you. I hope that this podcast is discovered by many people in the future and that I never hear the end of how this show has brought someone happiness, even if it's for a few hours of their day. Oh, and to Prue, Shannon, Piper, Holly, Phoebe, Alyssa, Paige, Rose, and Constance, blessed be. <laughs> it was a nice message oh, oh my, goodness. my goodness yeah <laughs> so again we want to thank you all for watching and and listening to our show uh thus far and uh yeah we are gonna wrap up uh with some uh charming confessions thank you <laughs> charmy confessions Okay, so <laughs> how are you feeling, Ryan? What's going on? Confess. Um, I'm just feeling a very emotional. And <clears throat> our video that was meant for the Charmies has made me, <laughs> has made, choked me up. Um, I can't believe it's over. Uh, I am so happy that we have the people that we have right now with us. There's 20 people, whoever you are. Well, we know most of you. Um, and all these beautiful comments, the show, uh, the community, Rob, it's all been such a wonderful ride and <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm usually <laughs> very happy, uh, person, but this has given me such emotion, a beautiful emotion. I could see in the comments too. It's so to almost, yeah, 25 years, this show we're still talking about it and i love that this legacy lives on so yeah. much yeah uh so to answer uh Karu's, uh question earlier aside from forever charmed what would be your best episode and you know just just taking a quick glance in in the uh episodes that we had for season eight uh right in the middle uh well not in the middle but like episode 10 Biocon Leos, I think, was a very powerful episode, and I just forgot how good that episode was. And I was, I think that's the episode that I was really like focused so much on the screen, and I couldn't take my eyes off of it. I, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that the episode had such an emotional impact, especially so early in the, in the season. So that would be my favorite outside of the, the last episode. I love that. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so I'm going to read a couple of comments. Uh, just so you guys know, if you left a voicemail for us, thank you again for contributing into that. I love getting the voicemails. But we're going to play those voicemails on our audio podcast recording of this episode. So if you want to hear Charming Confessions from a voicemail perspective, uh, just fast forward or, or jump right to the end of the episode once it's posted to listen to some other Charming Confessions that we will not be playing on here. Uh, but I will read off some of the comments and things that I've noticed uh, preparing for this episode. On uh, Instagram, Read With Summer X says, Ah, so sad the podcast is ending. Uh, been so much fun, and you guys have been there for me through so much. Not ready for it to end. Uh, uh, do Buffy next. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I've never properly watched it, but keep meaning to. Or Weeds would be my next vote, oh, but weeds. not quite as a big fan base. But thank you uh, for my top fave podcast. Thank you so much for that message. Thank you so much. Uh, the Charmed Yogi says, I feel so in denial that this is ending. I just found you guys. I'm not ready to let go. Uh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. We actually did get one more review on Apple. It's very short, and it's it's on me. I don't remember which episode. I'm sure it's an earlier one, but it's titled The Best Charm Podcast Around. And the comment just says, but I died inside listening to Rob say library instead of library. Wait, which episode was that? It was probably, like, I, I'm thinking it was the one where Phoebe was hanging out in the library all the time see i'm saying library again it's just that's just how i say it i know i'm saying it wrong but it's a pet peeve of theirs this is from um akon lu 13 but either way i really appreciate the five star uh rating for the podcast this just happened on friday so thank you for that <laughs> i love that right in time uh right in the attic we have samantha who says uh, she comments on last week's episode Tobias. I sympathize with the pain of hearing terrible attempts of your accent. One of my favorite episodes of charmed is sight unseen in season three, but every time I watch it, I have to prepare myself to listen to the worst attempt of an Australian accent I have ever heard. <laughs> uh, Melody also writes, um, Melanie also writes uh, great input from Tobias. But oh my God, cannot believe it's already ending. Uh, okay, well, those are the only ones that I have at the moment. Uh, we may not be able to get all the comments, but what are some of the comments that you'd like to read on here? If there's any questions... Everyone's making me cry, but yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't read them like, on the spot, so yeah, you get to read them all. But we'll, we'll read most of them, but maybe not all, because we're almost at like two hours. But. So we won't... Um, uh, people really loved the video. <clears throat> mm. Melanie said, what a beautiful ending. Michael, I can send you the, I could send you the, the song if you want. I did the crying for everyone. <laughs> Melanie said, I don't want it to end, but it has been the perfect way... Tobias says, we are charmed family. Michael good. says, y'all need to keep this video up for the future because it's the scene is perfect. So I don't know what's going to happen after. We'll, we'll have a video saved. We might have to put it up on a non-YouTube place, though, for future viewing based on 
earlier when they cut us loose. But we will have this video saved that maybe we'll can put it actually we could probably put it on Instagram too if worse maybe. comes to worse. Yeah. There will be a video. It will this is documented, so don't worry, we'll figure it out. Maybe Patreon, I don't know. Yeah. Kadu said it makes me think of my younger self, how special Charmed was and still is. Blessed blessed be. (laughs) I agree, Tobias forever Charmed. Let's see, 25 years ago. I never thought I'd still find a, ch- I'd find a charmed family to share this with. So true. Same. Uh, Michael says, thank you so much to Rob. I am so happy that I am able to share this show with you and that it happened in the first place. Melanie, I did make my husband watch the whole series, but it's not, he's not a fan like me. So I love this community. <laughs> and then Michael says, also, and Ryan, you are an excellent addition to the show more of a family and brought life to the show and shared new opinions to keep the show going. So thank you as I get choked up over that. (laughs) Y'all, I've never watched Buffy. I'd be a newbie. Ooh, I mean, if any show, if any show I would ever do. Mm. Michael also says, yes, I know he left a while ago, but I am thankful for for Sean as well for bringing the show together and starting the family in the first place. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I came up with the idea of this show, you know, it, it... I was very fortunate to have somebody like Sean be able to do this show with me, uh, just given the time that we were in our lives. And we had already had a podcast together outside of brunch. So for him to take the time and commitment to do it as much as he did was 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 very good of him to help out and it was great to be able to show a new person this show and from what i hear uh, he's a fan of it so that that's all that i wanted i didn't need it to be better than buffy or anything like that i just wanted somebody to just be like you can be a fan of buffy and you can still appreciate a show like this for a different reason and that's right it looks like that I had accomplished that mission. So I'm I'm very happy to to be able to have done that. But again, in return, been able to like really be able to like go through the show and, and watch it with a different set of eyes. And, you know, I've watched this so many times just in the background or whatever, but to really just sit down and really look at it has been such a treat. Uh if you guys have any questions for us, it could be about anything. Uh, we'll leave it open for you. Um, we have about maybe 20 more minutes before we have to close up shop. Um, and if you guys don't have any questions, that's totally fine too. I just wanted to leave it up. Uh, Ryan can, you know, let us know if any questions pop up. If you guys have anything you'd like to know, uh, just ask away. We are. Yeah. Prepared. When are you doing? When are you doing Buffy? No, I'm just joking. That, that's not in the thing. Tobias says you guys are sweet. Thank you to Sean, Rob, and Ryan. Yes, the original concept of this show is what, and then he said mission accomplished, Rob. The original concept of the show is genius. I think it, it's a concept that everybody can really just get behind because like Rob said, seeing someone's reaction for the first time to a show that you know so well and you know what's going to happen, it's like a, a magical experience. So getting to actually do that is 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 amazing. Michael says, I have actually listened to both Brunch and Hanging with the Hollow, so I got to listen to Sean and Rob together still. See, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Melanie says, that's literally my question, Rob. <laughs> I guess about Buffy. Is that what you mean, Melanie? <laughs> you never know what will happen in our future. 
So uh, I I will say this: uh, the folks in in on Patreon already know about this because they get a little bit of our inside scoop as we plan and prepare. Uh, while this is the last episode as far as the recap, we definitely still have our quiz show to go through and then one other bonus episode to do on Patreon. So for the month of July, we still have some recording that we're not officially done with brunch just yet. But I did want to announce that for our 24th anniversary of Charmed, October 7th, Ryan and I will be back for a bonus episode. We are going to review the Charmed Illustrated Storybook. Should this book arrive on time, it's supposed to arrive October 4th. So give a day or two for it to uh, deliver. And hopefully Ryan and I will have an episode recorded to post on the anniversary of Charmed on October 7th. So... Even though it is a, a few months away, Ryan and I are still going to come back to brunch at least for one more episode. So mark your calendars. The Charmed Anniversary, we will be reviewing the illustrated book. So hopefully we have, that... And yeah. we do have a few more questions and comments are popping up as well. But this is exciting. You are not done with brunch just yet. <laughs> we're still there we're still yeah. there and you never know what the future will bring yeah. michael s will rob still appear on the radical retro rewind podcast in the future i hope to god rob ryan is this a plug are you no! your show right now i you got didn't... michael to do this <laughs> no, no but totally michael kidding. thank the michael no, thank totally you kidding. uh yes i am still gonna appear on yes. the radical retro rewind uh because I don't have Brunch with the Hollowells or my movie podcast um, under me right now, this gives me a little bit more of uh, windows of opportunity. I have a little bit more time to do other things as well as uh, continue podcasting. While I may have some ideas on future projects that I would like to do myself, this lets me be more committed to Triple um, R. And so I am a full-fledged co-host for that show. I'm not going anywhere. So as long as Ryan will have me, I will be on. Oh my show. god, of course. It's 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 every I'm, ideally it switches between Rob and my brother every other week. That was just because of timing reasons, but yeah. Definitely. I I mean, that's it. Yeah. That's So and if you, I'm I'm not on every episode, but whenever I am, I I'm at Ryan's call whenever he needs me to review something with him I, I'm there so matter of fact I, August you're gonna I think he has like three things we're doing in August with Rob on yeah, on so in Radical I, I will still be be on the show yes well and by the way if you're here and you do want to see Rob and me together still if you enjoy us if you do want to hit that subscribe, because I'm hoping to be able to do videos with Rob, too. I mean, this was our first foray into doing this, so this is the future of what we're setting up, possibly. So if you're here and you want to join, that would be amazing. So we also have... Um, I just wanted to say thank you. I've listened to the show on my commute a lot. That's how I started. And I always feel like I reach work happy because I spent my time in traffic with friends. Blessed be and thank you. Oh my God, I'm getting choked up. <clears throat> thank you, Ani. Appreciate that. We need to hear your Portuguese. Let's try to say the power of three spell with me. 
Oh, oh you ready? For, are you ready for this? I'm going to butcher this. Okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Well, I don't think we can say it at the same time, but I mean, because I'm going to... Okay, okay, okay. Oh, oh pan, Pandor das, das treos, treos lave non nos libertar. Kadu, no, you need to please. Kadu, can you send a voicemail to the brunch and say that for us, That's please? Now let's try the power of three spell in Portuguese. O poder das três irá nos libertar. O poder das três irá nos libertar. O poder das três irá nos libertar. Jennifer, I am only on season five in the podcast, but skipped ahead to watch this today to join y'all. Um, wondering what we will do now that it's done. And then um, she wasn't sure what ha um, what happened to Sean. Gotcha. Okay. So, I mean, going from season five and then jumping to the last. Hello, looking, by the way. My name's yeah, Ryan. <laughs> you're looking at a different face right now. So, in between season five and season six, you'll, you'll get to hear Sean do the uh, premiere episode of season six. But after that, Ryan switches over. Uh, I haven't necessarily talked about this because, again... Uh, it's nobody's business, but at the same time, it's just something that's so far unrelated to this show and the podcast. But at the time, it was just best for the two of us to part ways and for him to concentrate more on his projects and what he wants to do. Uh, Sean will definitely say differently, but at the same time, again, it's just something that I am choosing not to really talk about because he is not here to, to you know, talk or, or talk for himself. And it's just not my nature to really start drama or, or create any on the show. But just know that um, it was for the best for us to just part ways and uh with that being said, he decided to continue the series on by making his own podcast to finish out the rest of the series. Uh, but yeah, I I said in my and you, you'll hear this because after season five, there is a podcast audio sort of snippet of me announcing his departure. And, you know, I wished him well in the audio and and that's really all that I can say about it, to be honest. But I mean, it, it was a lot of stuff that has been building up prior to that moment. It wasn't something that happened so instantly. So and it was just in the best for the both of us to have done it that way. So, uh, yeah. And then again, I got to have Ryan on the show. So I'm, I'm very grateful that he was able to come in and help with that. But uh, the dynamic, I would say, changed a little bit, of course, because we're not getting a newbie's perspective on the show. And I'm sure a lot of people did miss that. But Ryan, again, with his love of the show, just brought a whole new sort of like vibe and tone to it that I definitely appreciate. And of course, in charmed fashion, whether it's the OG or the reboot, this was meant to happen, apparently. So <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what else to really say as, you know, in other words, looking at the bright side of it. And Jennifer, thank you so much for, you know, skipping ahead and being here for this finale. I hope you enjoy it past that. Of course, uh, Sean and Rob both were a huge inspiration for me um, when they started this podcast. So Sean is definitely a huge part of the beginning of the show. And I hope you can have me as your page. Um, and Melanie says that y'all should ca recap another witch show or movies per episode. And he's excited about our bonus episode. 
Cadu says, what a great reunion. Isaiah, I would definitely watch Buffy if you guys do a podcast. I've never watched that either. That's so funny that that's, that's, that, I mean, that's, I would say charmed equivalent. Um, Michael says, hey, Rob, I'm actually listening to Movie Geek and Proud from the beginning now. <laughs> Which will also have a lot of episodes with Sean and then again transition to a lot of special guests on there. But yeah, I really enjoyed my my time with Movie Geek and Proud as well because I love, love, love movies so much. Uh, that was my first ever official podcast that I did, so I'm a little rusty on there, but I kind of grown into my own as I was doing that. And then He's starting, to actually, the 2000... He did all of the 2018 episodes, and he's starting the 2009 episodes now. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Z- oh, go ahead. Z- Zoe is learning Portuguese and is laughing at y'all. I <laughs> believe it. I, 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 and I'm, and Kadu says he loves it. I hope that it's... Uh, I tried. I tried. So I want to go back to uh, the the Buffy thing. So here's here's my thing. I... I'm going to assume that a lot of you enjoy sort of Ryan and I's perspective, regardless of how knowledgeable we are about the subject, right? I mean, there are countless times where I've said stuff that was either wrong or mistaken or or whatnot, but you guys still enjoy sort of our perspective, and I think that's great. The thing with Buffy is that there's so many um, Buffy podcasts out there, especially one... Uh, I believe it's buffering with the Slayer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, buffering. I've I've seen. I mean, I they they did not ask me to do this. I I I don't think I've heard the show at all before. Um, but apparently, that show is just killing it. They are doing so so well. They have numerous amount of fans. They even have a a spinoff sort of like sister show about Angel. Oh, they that do. Okay. Come out. Yeah. And, and they're being sponsored or just sort of like a tag off of um, the Buffy one. And so those two seem to be hitting it really, really well. Uh, I can't guarantee that Ryan and I will do Buffy. While that sounds like a very, very fun project, if you haven't seen it um, and, and don't want to wait for us to get the courage to do it, I would say listening to those two podcasts while watching it would be fun. But hey, maybe down the road, I'll, I'll do it. Um, I will share there's a, a couple of ideas that I've come up with. I may not do any of them at all, but they have always sort of been on the back of my mind. And that's um, I I wanted to do one of the following shows. Uh, Once Upon a Time. I've always wanted to relive that and, and do a podcast on that. Uh, I also would love to do Afraid of the Dark. It's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> that is his favorite. And I guess that is also another show that many people have done. I've seen numerous podcasts on that too, but there's just something about that show that I just love. And I think it would be really fun to, to do a show like that. Um, also, you know, doing a show that I've never seen before, I think would be interesting too, but it would have to be a show that I know that I'm interested in as well as, as has a little bit of life. Like, I wouldn't do the reboot because there's only four seasons and I pretty much don't like most of it anyway. So I feel that would just be a waste of my time and yours to just hate watch something. But um, Ryan also had a small idea. I shouldn't say small. It's not small, but it is small because of the length of it. 
but he thought about a certain project for us to do that oh, in the future. There it clicked. Go, you go ahead if you want to. So Rob and I, when we first started being friends and talking after brunch, we realized that we had a similar taste in TV series. And there was a little known show at the time, WB show. Uh, it's called Popular. That was two seasons long and is Ryan Murphy's first show. So, I mean, talk about pushing it back. But I actually have the two seasons DVD, but they are, they're out of print. But that is one show that I would love to do with Rob because we both know it. Just even the actors and, and what's gone after this show. If anyone's heard of that. Um, before it gets too, I just want to catch up with a few of the comments before we get, um... Annie says, ooh, what about a Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus bonus episode? And Melanie says, I've never watched Hocus Pocus either. I'm, I'm not even going to speak on that. All I will say Rob is wants that, me to makes me want to, though, Melanie says. Uh, it's, well, good, good. So the sequel comes out, you know, September 30th. Yesterday was Hocus Pocus Day. And, um, yeah, I definitely do plan on watching it before uh, the new one comes out. Uh, I will say that Movie Geek and Proud has a two-part uh, Hocus Pocus episode that I did with a bunch of friends. I'm thinking like oh, yeah. six or seven people. Instead of reviewing it, we literally recapped it out of memory on the podcast yeah. in two different parts. So we literally go through the entire movie and then um, we comment on it as we go along. It was a really fun episode to do. I would suggest listening to that uh, movie geek and proud. Um, maybe there will be an opportunity for Ryan and I to do uh, hocus pocus, maybe even part two when it comes out. Oh, that's know, exciting. I don't know if I've ever asked you this, Ryan, are you a fan of that movie? I don't know if we've ever, Oh my really God. Of it. course. Of course. It's one of my top movies of all time. Every uh, Halloween. Um, so I love that movie. Yes. And Michael says, by the way, the, I checked so far and you're the only podcast podcast that was reviewed every episode of the OG charmed. And I am grateful for that. And I am grateful so much as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that there have been some reviewers on YouTube who I think have gone through the entire series before us, but it is sort of a very nice sort of mental to put on my imaginary uh, <laughs> wall or just the idea that I was responsible for having a full entire charmed, you know, recap of this. And you know, what's funny in my head when I started this, I'm like by season five, season six, um, Comic-Con is going to ask us to host a panel, you know, <laughs> You know, like Shannon and Holly are going to want to guest star for an episode or at least comment and say that they've listened to one. I mean, we've done this for four years and it still has yet to reach their, reach their radar. Um, I was very shocked by that because I don't think a podcast has gone this far. So I thought that word of mouth or something would have reached them and they would have like said or listened or checked it out. But maybe they will in the future. Who knows? But I thought that I'd be sitting next to them hosting a panel by now based on how far we've gone with this. So so to get through these, because I, I don't want, I, these are great comments. Melanie says, so when something is popular, that's actually more of a reason to do a show when you clearly have an audience for it and people will enjoy multiple podcasts about their favorite shows. Uh, 
Annie says Rose is on, is this Once Upon a Time, I yes, think, Once as well. Yeah, she has a character. Melanie was going to say, I was really, I was about to say Once Upon a Time. Michael, yeah. my queen Regina is the best. Yeah. Um, I obviously mean, if there's not something you want to do, we don't want to push you, but currently popular shows are not deterred if you want to do it. iZombie is... is oh, iZombie. Okay. I've watched all the way till the last season i think the last season is one that i haven't seen so that would be interesting to do all the way and then recap the the final season that i haven't seen but yeah um i want i need a once upon a time recap show because i think that y'all will be the best to do with the actual events and the flashbacks of the show uh there's a good once upon a time podcast quick gotta quickly represent story brooke Circus is an excellent Once nice. Upon a Time podcast. I'll have to check that out myself. Jennifer, thank you so much for this. Thank you. I'm I, especially coming right from season five to this. I I appreciate that so much. Um, Patrick, I got to take you up on that. Pop bias is popular is a great idea. I'm glad you know what it is. Well, My yeah, I mean it's it's a short lived you know series, so it would be very easy to do. Um, you know, just two seasons be done. Uh, but yeah, so I mean these these are all possible ideas that have gone through my head. It's just more about you know getting the time to do it. You know, if this was my job, if I was getting paid yeah. for it, trust me, I would do all of your ideas. Oh my god, yeah. If we had the time and money to do it, yeah, yeah, um, we'd be but, doing you know, everything. Yeah, but we have no idea what the future will hold, but I know that I'll be doing my best to think of something. Um, I also have this idea of doing a um, a review of Clue, um, which is my favorite movie of all yeah. times. But this would be done in a one-minute fashion, meaning that every episode would just be focusing on one minute of the movie. So, for example, if the movie is an hour and 40 minutes, that means there will be an hour, I mean, 140 episodes to review the entire clue uh film and that includes like a lot of like deep diving analyzation and of course like behind the scenes stuff uh i love that movie so it's just about me just sort of getting access to a lot of you know source material and being able to fill these episodes with a lot of facts and really great information from like interviews and stuff so that could take a lot of work but it's always an idea in my head uh so we'll see Michael wants to know if Runch and Movie Geek and Proud will stay up for the future as long as nothing happens. I so, hope so. Yeah, so these episodes are on Anchor FM, and so far, the, uh, the, the hosting site does not charge any money to use it. So I've stored all of those episodes on Anchor FM, which will be distributed to Apple and all the other stuff. So at that point, as long as they don't ask me to pay for it to keep all of, those, all of that data on there then it will be up forever. I have no reason to take them down. I think people- I didn't even think of that. Cause I'm uploading our anchor episodes too. And I have a th I'm like, oh, they're there forever. But no, one day they could be like, oh. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to pay a certain amount of money to keep a certain you know, number of, of, of bytes on there. And you know, before anchor, I did SoundCloud and SoundCloud you had to pay. And yes. When they started to do that, you know, I had to cut down cause the only, the the only available room was like two episodes and um other than that you had to pay and i was like well i can't afford it monthly so I had to mm -hmm. cut that out and a lot of episodes went to youtube but yeah anchor's been free so far so you're gonna see all of them there 
Melanie says maybe um, Mayfair Witches when it comes out, Freaks and Geeks, mm. uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch is a random thought, and again, the story story Brook Circus Discord is a lovely Once Upon a Time podcast. Oh, we caught up to all the comments so far. Oh my god. So right. yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, again, thank you guys so much for listening and watching this. It, it's too bad it didn't go exactly as planned. I may have to rewatch this episode. You know, like and you know, pay attention to it. But again, uh, look out for news on the quiz show. It will come up soon. Please, please, please send your. Uh, Hotman meter list to us. You can DM us on Twitter or Instagram. Instagram is brunch with the Hollowells, all one word. Twitter is BWTH podcast. Uh, you can also email us at BWTHpod at gmail.com. I definitely look forward to seeing your list. 10 hot guys, one hot female, and the most adorable being. Uh, send us your list. Uh, I would say if you can send that to us by next Sunday, that would be great because then we'll be able to announce all of that on the quiz show. And then again, mark your calendars October 7th. If everything works out and we get our book on time, we will review the illustrated book and come back and say hello to all of you. Um, we got more. Yeah, more. I'm glad that there is still more charmed on the way. And again, I have to ask if you're here, if you would like to subscribe, you will see more of Rob as well as yours truly. And it truly helps to get the word out for Radical because it doesn't have that built-in charmed, beautiful fandom, unfortunately. So every little subscribe helps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, once again. And um, yeah, this has been a journey. I can't believe we did it. It's insane. Very, very emotional thank you all for being here for this moment and sharing it with us the names here these are the charmies of course some are not weren't able to make yeah. it but the charmies and that are here mean so much to us those those in 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 the attic my god like i cannot believe the pledges and support you guys have given us on there thank you so much for your help with that and look out for another bonus episode coming up soon Thank right. you, everyone. Charmies, blessed be. We love this show. We love you. And you haven't seen the last of us. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.